this was a candidate who was feeling stress and there was such intense scrutiny, often ableist scrutiny, on how he was going to communicate. And he just did a debate in front of, a, you know, uh, the nation. I think it takes real courage to show that you've been knocked down. I think it takes real bravery to allow people to see your weakness. Authentic and who will fight for working families in Pennsylvania fight. and who's got a real and strong record as lieutenant governor and mayor to run on. I think he blew up one of the arguments that you heard from Dr. Oz's team, that he was like not cognitively there. Um, he followed the all the issues that were happened, um, that were that were discussed, excuse me. Um, he talked about his message, he talked about his record, he defended his record against the onslaught of ads that we've seen. That's what you call gaslighting, folks, where all the liberals come out and say, oh, he won, he did well, he blew up the arguments against him that he's not all there. Are you kidding me? Hello, good night? I'm against fracking, I'm for fracking, I'm against fracking, are you kidding me? I'm not being mean, it never should have happened. In fact, the man should sit this one out. He had a stroke. He's not well right now. Not to be cold-hearted, but instead smart-minded. That man was not ready for that debate, and that man may not be ready for an all-important sentence. All right, welcome back. It is Friday. Thank God. The week is uh, wrapping up here. Campaigns are just getting going. It's going to get worse every day from here until the end. Fetterman, the amount of defending that's going on right now by the left, I... I just want to give you my thoughts on something. Number one, the guy did just have a stroke. So he should be at home attending to his health rather than running for a Senate seat. Uh, Shame on him. Shame on his family for pushing him. If he was to actually win this seat, which is extremely important, you're in the Senate of the United States. The votes that you cast make decisions for the entire country. If you are mentally struggling as he is, you should not be there. You are not up to the job. You are doing Americans a disservice by being there. That's not going to stop him or his wife, which looks like if you read a lot of the reports, his wife uh, is really pushing this as well. It's it's not going to be good for the country. My thought, the Democratic Party has nobody else to run? Why? Why don't you have somebody better than him? I mean, look at the condition of this guy. Look at how he's struggling. He's struggling when you speak to him. Language processing is an issue. So he needs to read and hear at the same time to comprehend fully what you are saying to him. That's the best the Democratic Party has. Why didn't they run somebody else? My theory, this is simply just a theory, that's all you have because your party's crumbling right before your very eyes. I know a lot of people think that they just don't care, put anybody in there, as long as they're going to vote the way we want them to vote, we're good. I have a little bit different opinion. I think that the Democratic Party is crumbling, and that is literally the best you got in Pennsylvania. How did he get to where he is? How did he become the front runner? Because anything else... It's not going to work. That's the best you got. So you got to stick with it and you got to put it your, your, I guess, best foot forward to try to get this guy elected at any cost. Same thing happened with Joe Biden. That was the best you had at the time. Fetterman and Joe Biden, you know, together equally are disastrous. 
I would love, you know, for my own selfish reasons, as comical as it would be, to put the two of them up on a stage and watch them have a conversation together. <laughs> I'm sure that would go over real well. Uh, the jokes would be flying after that one. But in all seriousness, that's the best they got. They got nothing else. So I believe their party is collapsing. You can't find people that support your radical ideas anymore, and that's the type of person that you are able to convince to go along with what the party wants, so that's your bet. That's the best you got. Why do they send everybody out to defend them? Because that's the best you got. You know, if you have a stroke, it's brave to come out and to run a marathon or to uh, do some other type of challenges for you. It, it's, it is brave. It's brave. It's inspiring. It's wonderful to see these people back on their feet and that they're giving it all they got and they're not letting that slow them down. However, I don't believe it's brave when you've had a stroke and you're in the condition that Fetterman's in for you to try and obtain a Senate seat. I don't think that's brave. I think it's wrong. I don't think you should be anywhere near the Senate because, again, you are making decisions. Your vote could potentially make a decision that affects 330-plus million people. You shouldn't be anywhere near the Senate. You shouldn't be allowed to compete at this point. You should have to go through a medical examination and have a panel of doctors come forth and say he is 100% healthy and okay to do what he's about to do. And if they cannot come to that conclusion, you do not belong there. We need sound people of sound mind and body in the Senate that know exactly what's going on, that have no problem computing, and that will make the best decisions for the country. But again, the mess that you see ahead of you is the best they got in Pennsylvania. Why do I bring Fetterman up? We're a couple days removed from that. Yeah, they're, they've been defending him for a couple days. One of the main reasons that I decided to bring him up is because of a report that I just read from the examiner that is concerning. Pennsylvania election officials warn midterm results may take days to process. Acting Pennsylvania Secretary of Commonwealth Lay Chapman warns voters Wednesday that processing and counting election night ballots will take days, in quotation, to complete. And no final result will be posted on November 8th. Although some voters have already submitted their ballots, Pennsylvania's laws say election officials cannot canvass the early ballots until 7 a.m. on election day. Chapman told Meet the Press, uh, voters cast on election night will be counted after the poll clo polls close at 8 p.m. The best way we can do this is just manage, ex uh, manage expectations and let voters know that election officials need to do their job, Chapman said in an NBC interview. They need to ensure that they're counting every vote and delays in results does not mean anything bad is happening. It does mean ballots are, being, are showing up out of nowhere, uh, or it doesn't mean that they're showing up out of nowhere, probably does. Um, it's because of the restrictions that we can't start processing or canvassing those votes until the election morning. Here's my issue. You know, you want free and fair elections. You want transparent elections. This is not the way to do it. In the state of Florida, I promise you, I live here. I know, one thing I do know, I know how my state runs. 
I promise you that when our, when our elections close at 7 p.m., you probably have most people there till about 8 because once you're in line, you're in line and they can't not let you cast your ballot. So they will get an opportunity to do that. By 10 to 11 o'clock at night, election night, we will know the outcome of every single election in the state of Florida. Mark my words, I guarantee. 2020 was no issue. I think we were one of the first ones to turn our numbers in. We were of no issue. 2016, we were no issue. We've done a fantastic job here making the system work. Pennsylvania was a disaster in 2020, and it's setting up to be another disaster in 2022, giving nobody any confidence that their votes actually count. This is a crucial race in Pennsylvania. The Senate, that could be the one seat that we need to pick up to tip the balance in the Republicans' favor. You don't think the Democrats know that? Don't you also believe that that's going to cause a lot of people to raise their eyebrows when you tell them that you potentially can't get the numbers in for days? The governor is a toss-up. We talked about this yesterday. Fetterman's a toss-up. We have to fix election laws. Democrats are not going to do it. If you want fair and safe elections, I hope you're voting red down your ticket because if you vote blue, you're not going to get them. And even everybody that's blue or generally votes blue, just know that you are making elections more unsafe by voting for these Democrats because to them, Voting laws, there shouldn't even be any. You shouldn't have to have ID. You shouldn't have to be a citizen. Anybody can vote. You should be able to drop off thousands of votes to a box uh, you know, because you just say you're picking them up from people that can't get them. They don't care about harvesting. If you vote blue, this is what you get. And Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, if you live in Philadelphia, haven't you guys had enough? I mean, you guys need to show up in such a way that it is undeniable that the Republicans retake your state. Haven't you had enough of the way your cities and streets look? It's like zombie land up there. The drugs, the poverty, the homelessness, the crime. Haven't you guys had enough yet? Haven't you figured out that all that the Democrats tell you are lies to get you to vote for them and they do nothing to change their policies. They double and triple down on them. And that's why you are in the living conditions that you are in right now. Democrats are no longer for the blue collared worker. They may have been once upon a time, half a century ago. Democrats are for the elites They are for power, and they are not for the common American. They care about themselves. They do not care about you. They will not fix your problems. Nothing will be solved by electing Democrats. Pennsylvania has chapped my khakis. Let's put it that way. That they're not going to have these results in on time. I just, I I am beside myself that we're going to go through this again And once again, how important is the state of Pennsylvania to the balance of power? 
So, of course, they're already setting you up two weeks out. We're going to set them up and just let them know, yeah, no, it doesn't mean that there's any cheating going on or we're finding things in the middle of the night. It's just we're we're struggling to count stuff just because of our laws. Well, why didn't you change those laws? Why didn't you make it to where you can start counting ballots, especially everything that's in early, so you're already ahead of the game when election day starts and then you just stay on top of it? Why didn't you change your laws? Oh, because that would be an inconvenient moment for you. It's a whole lot harder to cheat that way, isn't it? It's a whole lot harder to find things out of the blue that just happen to tip it just slightly in your favor. It isn't much that you need. You just need a little bit just to get through this election. It's tiresome, it's exhausting, it's boring, and to be honest, I'm fed up with the nonsense with all of the elections. I'm glad I live where I live. And if you live in a state where you're very confident in your election system, I'm glad you live where you live. But for the people that live in these blue states, how could you even feel comfortable voting thinking that it doesn't matter? What a shame. That is your right as an American citizen. It's a sacred right. You need to get all over these people to fix your laws. I thought that was shameful. I couldn't believe that I was reading it when I read it. At the end of the day, they're going to do what they're going to do. What I say obviously doesn't mean anything to them. And the only people that could change it are the people there in Pennsylvania that vote. If you want things to change vote accordingly. You see what you have. Who puts you in the position that you're in? I don't want to hear about, it's the big corporations and and, and it's all those evil capitalists is why you are the way you are. But here, you know what? You know what? If you, if you vote for us, yeah, we're going to, we're going to send you a $500 check. Yeah. Wink, wink. Don't worry. We're going to take good care of you. We promise. No, no, no. We're going to drugs. Don't worry. You can do your drugs. Keep doing your drugs. We don't want you to stop. We're going to make safe places for you where you get clean needles and you can keep just doing your drugs and living in haze until you overdose and die. Don't worry. And then we'll replace you with somebody else. Just keep voting for us because life is good when you're with us, isn't it? When are you people going to get the point? (laughs) Saying that about the black community yesterday. When are you guys going to get the point? When is it going to finally sink in what they're doing to you? I hope the voters in Pennsylvania, I hope that you guys start getting the point. All right, Disclosed TV came out. Somebody that I follow, they attached the article to it, and I checked it out. PayPal is back, and they're back, and they're badder than ever. PayPal has reinstituted the policy, and it's in their book now, of charging people $2,500 when they uh, perceive there or somebody decides that you have spread disinformation. Yeah, Uh, PayPal accounts, shut them down. You don't need them. Trust me, you don't need them. They're going to, you know, this is going to happen. And it's only going to be one-sided, all conservatives, because you say vaccines don't work, even though people are on their, I don't know, seventh shot, eighth shot, and they're still getting COVID and still spreading COVID. They don't work. You say masks don't work. You say shutting down schools ended up hurting kids more than it helped anybody. And you're going to be labeled as a disinformation junkie. And then you are going to get nailed for 2500 bucks. I have no idea how this is legal. 
I'm assuming that somebody's going to mount a huge legal challenge to this. I can't even begin to understand how it is okay for them to add these fees because of something that you said. Do we see what's happening? Free speech. Free speech. Wow. PayPal, you got to cancel them. I don't have them. <laughs> Thank God. You know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of credit cards. Uh, just like most Americans, got myself into trouble with credit cards. I dug myself out of trouble with the credit cards when I was younger. And I don't do credit cards. <laughs> I just, I do not like them. Because I don't want to owe anybody anything. Yeah, I want to be flush. I want to, when my check comes in, minus my normal bills. And what do I consider a normal bill? Is your electric, your phone, maybe a few apps that you pay that if you know if you fall behind they just shut you off so it's not like you owe more and more and more but a few apps that you have for watching different programs that you want car insurance and then just groceries and gas and then you got to pay your homeowners insurance and uh taxes that's it that's all i want i, I don't want anything else you know, I'm not interested in Owen Chase, who works against me, money. PayPal, who works against me, money. Wells Fargo, who works against me, money. I'm not interested in any of that. If you have a PayPal account, you need to take a hard look and get yourself out of that account. Because right now, say something or do something that they don't like, step out of line one step, and all of a sudden you're going to notice a nice $2,500 charge on your account. It ain't going to be pretty. You know, I'm scrolling through my computer as I'm talking, and I forgot I had a great video. It's long. It's nine minutes. I'm definitely not playing the whole thing, but a couple minutes of it are warranted. Um, Myra Flores is talking to uh, um, Laura Ingram, and she's talking about Hispanics' role in the United States and how the Democrats treat them when they defect and they realize that you actually don't have our best interests at heart, so we go to the other side. And I know this is kind of going back on what we were talking about prior to PayPal. Somewhat it all interlocks. But since I'm scrolling through, I would like for you to hear it. It's just going to be a few minutes long. It's definitely worth the listen. So here it is. All right. Joining me now, Congresswoman Myra Flores, running for re-election in the 34th District against Congressman Vicente Gonzalez and congressional candidate Cassie Garcia running in the 28th district against Congressman Henry Cuellar and congressional candidate Monica De La Cruz running in the 15th district against Michelle Vallejo. Congressman Flores, let's start with you. Today we learn that the Congressional Hispanic Caucus is officially rejecting your membership <laughs> in the Congressional Hispanic Caucus because you're not a Democrat. This has to be something from one of the you know, comedy or, you know, sarcastic websites out there, yes? Or is it true? It's true. I was born in Burgos, Tamaulipas, Mexico. On June 14, I became the first Mexican-born congresswoman ever elected in Congress, and that's not good enough for them. And this just shows that they're not for the Hispanic community. They're just there um, for the, their political party. How were you informed that you were not, not welcome in their club? Over the phone. <laughs> who, who was it over the phone? Was it congressman's office? It was their office, their office. Whose uh, office? The Hispanic Caucus, yeah. This is yeah. Yeah. So it's, no bienvenidos to you. No. That's just not, not, not. But not you know, you. I don't need them. The Hispanic community doesn't need them. We are the real voice. We are the voice of the Hispanic community. And 
We stand for the values that we were raised with. God, family, and hard work. So because she is a conservative, she's no wanted, no longer wanted by her own people there on the Democratic side. Again, a wake-up call. You see, you don't vote accordingly. You didn't fall in line. You don't do as the Democrats tell you to do. You don't behave as they tell you to behave. And you don't vote the way they tell you to vote. Then you are excommunicated. You're no longer allowed. We're kicking you out of all of our clubs. You're done with us. You're dead to us. Have a nice life being a conservative or even just somebody who is an independent that is centered because they can't control you anymore. Since they can't control you, you no longer have any use for them, and they're going to move on to the next. Uh, further down, they talked a little bit about AOC. AOC claims the only people that are leaving the Democratic Party or uh, are the Latinos that are leaving the Democratic Party are men, which, uh, oddly enough, it was three women on stage, which probably says a lot, and the crowd was pretty much... All women, from what I could see, they are in the background, but from what I could see, it's all women there. So I'm going to have to say that was probably not true. But, you know, coming from AOC, considering she's a world-class moron, it wouldn't surprise me that she's just spewing more propaganda and lies. That's just her thing. But this all does just go to show you how evil this party is and the lengths that they will go to retain power. Again, if you can't, if you are not of use to them, and once you stop voting for them, you are no longer of use to them. If you're not a useful idiot like an AOC, you're not doing what they ask you to do, you're done. Hispanics have been leaving the Democratic Party in droves because they don't share the same ideology that the Democratic Party has right now. I don't know how many of you know Hispanic families real well or not. Depends on the area you live in. You may live somewhere in the center of the country where... You don't know that many different people. It has nothing to do with whether you're racist or not. You may just not know them. Being down here in South Florida, being that my wife is Hispanic, I know how Hispanic families are. And they are very much what she just said. They are about family. They are about God. And they are about hard work. You know, it's rare is the day that I see a, a real lazy Spanish person. I, I got to be honest with you. Uh, down here, anyways... Uh, very hard, a hard working class of people that just go out there and they want to make money and they want to get the job done. They believe in capitalism. I can guarantee, I can promise you that. Being that I am of Italian descent, we are very much the same way, which is probably why we blend together so nicely. You know, my our family, my father, everything. That's all we've ever been taught. It's family, it's God, and it's hard work. That's just what you do. That's just life. So if that affords you a better life, wonderful. See, the Democrats can't have that. Democrats need you to be anti-family, anti-God, and they want you to be lazy. Sit around because they want to come in and say, don't you worry, we're going to take good care of you. We're going to give you everything you could ever need, and don't you worry about it. You'll never go hungry for nothing. We'll give you food stamps. We'll give you Section 8. We'll pay for you. We'll give you a roof over your head. We'll give you an Obama phone so you get one of your little free cell phones for cheap. We're going we're gonna to take complete care of you. Just make sure that you vote accordingly. Otherwise, you are now cut off. Now, I know I'm harping on this. 
today and a little bit yesterday. It's just important as we're coming into elections because I just want to make sure that people understand where you stand with the parties. The Democrats are about the elites. They're about control. They're about global domination. Whereas your conservative Republican Party, as of right now, is about your working class American. They're for capitalism. They're for the working people. That's the differences between the party. So if you just want to work hard, have fun with your family, don't be criticized or vilified because you go to church on Sundays, then if you are a Democrat, you're with the wrong party because you are everything that they hate. If you are voting red and you're trying to bring more people like you to the table, then you would be at the right party. It might be time for you to really evaluate who your allegiance lies with and choose wisely because one is a, as much as they want to say we're extreme, we're not the extreme ones. We want less government. We want more time with our families. We want people to have the ability through capitalism that if you can make it big, go make it big. And most importantly, we want to just be left alone to do stuff with our families. That's what we're about. If you're for all the other radical stuff, murdering babies, uh, mutilating children, global domination by them, accepting the little scrap handouts that they give you, go vote Democrat because that's what you're going to get from them. You'll get nothing more. Just to wrap this up real quick, did anybody see Elon Musk walk into the Twitter headquarters with a sink because the ship is sinking? (laughs) That guy's out of control. That guy's out of control in a good way. I mean, the things he does, he, he, I don't know, one of those people that just thought to himself, stop by Home Depot real quick. Why? I'm going to buy a sink. And they were probably like, for what? Because we're going to walk in there with a sink because the ship is sinking. <laughs> Can you imagine? What, what? How the hell did you come to that conclusion? But hey, the video was great. He literally walked into there with a sink. The ship is sinking. A lot of people are about to lose their jobs. They're all making demands and requests that he doesn't lose their job. He doesn't look into their ideology, all these things. And I just started laughing. I'm going, yeah, okay. A guy just spent $54 billion on a company that he now owns. He's going to clean house and do what he wants to do. Smartest move this guy can make is to clean house and restore Twitter back to the public square that it used to be where everybody can be on there. Nobody's getting shadow banned. Nobody's getting kicked off because you're reporting stories or you have an opinion and let it be. Another smart move that he could make for himself. I don't think he would take it, but to reinstate and restore Trump's Twitter account, I don't believe Trump would come back on Twitter, but making that gesture that no, it has been restored and he is allowed back on here, you're going to get a lot of people excited because then if you're looking for a place that's supposed to be free, an app that you want to go on social media, that's going to be a free app that kind of sets a new precedent that no, this is the free app to come to. And then everybody's allowed on here. Even president Trump, who in my opinion did nothing wrong. All right. It's Friday breast cancer awareness month. If you are fat, That does not mean all you fat men that wear a a, a B-size cup bra. That's not for you. It's for the women. Okay, so don't start rushing out to have a mammogram done because, again, it's not for you. You're just fat and need to lose weight. So 
<laughs> don't run out and get your breast check. Okay. Yeah. You want to check your breast, uh, check how much weight you're losing and watch them flatten out. And all of a sudden you won't have to worry about it anymore. That's about all you need. That was my fun fat fact. I hope you appreciate it on Friday. I keep forgetting to do it the last few Fridays, but there it is. Beyond that, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Please rate and review me if you like this podcast on Apple Podcasts, especially because it helps people find me. Five stars and a message would be nice. You can also go to my website, check out anything else that I'm doing, plus news articles that I like to upload and post on there, littlejoecc.com. You can go to the contact section if you want to contact me. Beyond that, have yourself a beautiful weekend. Go out and vote. That's all I got to say. Get out and vote.